Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best car color. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hal, who gave us this topic? Sarah from Canada. Maybe it's Sarah. Sarah from Canada? Sarah from Canada. Sarah Sarah from Canada. Sarah from Canada, thank you for this topic because I was just having a conversation with my mom about this not long ago where she was like, when I was a kid, every car was a cool color and now the cars aren't cool colors anymore. It's all just black, white, and gray. And yet, Hal, Hmm. there is a reason for that. Oh, lest you think that we would begin this episode without a brief history lesson. Oh boy, here we You'd go. You'd be wrong. You'd be uh, wrong, my friend. So it happens so often, I'm used to it. I'm numb. What, being wrong or having a history lesson at the beginning of the episode? Yes. Right on. So here's the deal. Famously, Henry Ford said that his customers could have their cars in any color they wanted as long as it was black. But prior to this, cars were made in all kinds of bright colors, but they were using the same paint that they would have used to paint a carriage which took weeks to dry. It was an oil-based paint. Famously, again, Henry Ford created the assembly line, and part of that assembly line was having paint that would dry fast enough at, quote, assembly line speed. So he and his folks up at the Ford Motor Company invented an asphalt-based baked enamel that was black. It dried quickly, and that's what you had. All you had was that Model T black color and all the cars on the road were black until Chinese wood oil began to be used in 1918 with something called spar varnish, which led to the birth of colors. And in the 1920s, cars were not this. I kind of wish we still had this where cars weren't just one color. They would be three or four colors. I saw some ads for old Lincoln's that these cars are two, three, and four colors, and they're drawing peacocks and bird, like fancy birds all over them. Like They were really decorating these Lincolns back in the 20s. This was, of course, the expensive cars, the Lincolns. Later in the 1920s, DuPont created Duco paint, making it faster and cheaper, and they started putting good colors on cheap cars. 1930s introduced metallics, which used actual fish scales, to make the cars metallic shiny. Then you had, of course, the 50s and 60s, where every car was bright-colored and beautiful. The 1970s, when everybody got eco-minded, earth tones became popular, which is why we got so many brown cars in the 1970s. Everything was brown then. Everything was brown then. Exactly. Brown, orange, you know, that sort of groovy lime green. I love those 70s car colors. And we also did not... Avocado. Avocado, yes. Very popular. The, The same color as the fridge. Right? Wasn't the fridge always avocado? It's an avocado color, yeah. This just said best car color. It did not say best car color right now. I'll just point that out. There has been over a hundred years of good car colors. Yeah. That's beside the point. Why do you think, why do you think currently black, white, and silver and gray, all the gray scale colors are the most popular colors? 
because the paint is cheap and you can just combine white and black in a variety of ways to make any of those four colors. You know what? That's probably part of it. Uh, but the probably, big reason. Did you ask a question that you don't know the answer? No, I do know the answer. Uh, I, I'm just asking you for information. Oh, sure, sure. How, is there going to be a history lesson at the top of this episode? Yes, there yeah. is. Go ahead. Can't Let wait me to pull hear up it. my codex. <laughs> no, according to Barb Whalen, who is the chief color designer for Ford, those colors became popular as devices became popular. The devices in your pocket, you're carrying around sleek metal things that do a million futuristic things. So cars started to follow suit. She said specifically that the reason white is the most popular car color is all because of Apple, which I think is fascinating. Those sort of odd details like that and how colors come and go. Do you have a favorite of a car that you've owned? I a favorite do. color? I do have yeah. a favorite. I, I almost don't want to reveal it. Oh. I do want to talk about there are so many different there's like metallic this, pearl that. Mm-hmm. I think we should stick with like a family of colors. You know what I mean? Sure, we're not going to say pearl white. We're going to say white. Correct. And that would yeah. contain a number of different shades, yeah. the pearl white, metallic white, whatever your different off whites. Yeah. When I was a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, there were two cars I really wanted. Okay. One was an uh, like a Grand Wagoneer from the 60s with the wood paneling on it. Sure. Still would love to own one of those at some point. Loading up your other, Woody with the boards on top, heading out singing yeah. your song. Yes. The other would have been like a 1994-95 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. And the color I wanted was Hunter Green. Oh, Hunter Green was my favorite color when really? I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That was always the color I loved. Hunter Green. Specifically, was there it? was like navy blue, burgundy, and Hunter Green was sort of my color palette of choice. Maybe it was just because that was the late 90s color palette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. Specifically, you wanted the Cherokee to be Hunter Green. What color did you want the Wagoneer to be aside from the wood paneling on the side? I would have wanted that to be in a Hunter Green as well. Yeah. I'm asking because another one of the things that I found out from the fabulous Barb Whalen at the Ford Motor Company Mm -hmm. is really a lot of it depends on the vehicle itself. Like a small car can get away with a bright color in a way that a Ford F-150 is not going to get painted bright orange. Except where I'm from in East Tennessee. They might paint (laughs) paint it bright orange for the vault. Or in Gainesville, Florida, home of the University of Florida Gators. I do not recognize, I do not recognize as a Vol fan, (laughs) I do not recognize their orange as anything but an abomination. (laughs) And this has been fun. Goodbye forever. (laughs) Well, you know, instead of talking to me, do you want to play more clips from your interview with that lady from Ford? Yeah. Let's play some more Ford interviews. Here's a clip. I mean, yeah. Let's dig into this. Yeah. You want me to tell you why white is not the answer? Yeah. Cause it's boring. Boring, yes. Yeah. It's filthy quickly, yes. Like, you don't wear a well, hold on, hold on. Dinner unless you're like real confident. Are you going, are you going four wheeling in spaghetti sauce? Here's the other thing. Here's the other. Are you going? You didn't answer that question. You didn't. Hal, I am. Are you going? Okay. I'm not passing judgment. I was just curious. Of course I am. I'm a noted four wheeler. I'm an RV enthusiast. Sure. And a big and marinara TV. fan. And a I'm sorry, marinara. a big gravy oh fan. Yeah, love that gravy. <laughs> it shows dirt just in general, especially if you live in a place like Los Angeles where 
your cars will get dirty very quickly just by nature mm-hmm. of what it's like out here. And there are other places like that as well for many different reasons. Could be dust and dirt because you live in an area with a little bit more nature to it or you live in a more rural area. Just it shows the dirt right away. But the thing that strikes me the most when I see a white car is mm-hmm. that it looks like a rental. <laughs> it do- Doesn't it? Doesn't it look uh, like oh, somebody's just borrowing this for a while and they got – you know, Hertz got a color that will offend no one. So there's just like a, they're, they're driving like a white Dodge neon and it has to be back by Sunday at 11 or else they're going to start incurring late fees and they better fill it up because they didn't buy the tank. Yeah. No. Cause, and if they fill it up, it's going to be $9 a gallon. Don't you think all Dodge neons should be a neon color? It's in the name. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give me a Dodge neon, I want fuchsia. I want that green that extra gum was. Back in the old days, it might still be that color. I don't know. I haven't bought extra gum in a while. But that like bright neon, any color that Andre Agassi would have worn, (laughs) I want that color to be my Dodge neon. You know, it's funny you mentioned the dirt factor in that because while, yes, in rural areas where there's a lot of mud and like actual dirt with color to it, I've found that white cars tend to be easier to keep, not necessarily clean, but to keep looking okay. Because A, they're more reflective. And my mom warned me of this when I bought a black car. She was like, you know, my mom's going to keep coming up in this episode too, I guess. My mom and Barb Whalen, the two women in my life. You want to lay down on the couch behind you? I do, actually. Here's the thing about Barb. No, she said, don't get a black car because a black car shows dirt the easiest out of all of them. Hold on. And I'm taking some notes. And your mother told you. And when your mother told you that, how did you feel? What what, what did you just write? What did you just write? these are notes for me. Don't worry about it. It's not about it. But I want to see. Can I see what, can I see what it says? That would be unethical. Well, but it's about All me. Right, you right? want to see my drawing of Garfield? There it is. It's not <gasps> great. Thank you. That's a good, it looks more like pretty Odie, good Garfield. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's nice of you to say, but I think I'm going to burn this afterwards. Wait, are you even paying attention to what I'm saying about my mother and Barbara Whalen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Whalen and your mom had lunch and then they got, they said you should get a car that is, uh, the black color because, because it's the best. Right? Did I get it? I'm, I'm going to tattle the better help on you. Do you want to know <laughs> if you want to know what it's like to be married to me? You just got a real good <laughs> taste of it. Well, black cars also show minor scrapes and things like the little tiny micro scratches that you get you know, circular from washing your car in a commercial car wash. That Mm -hmm. will show up on black more than it will show up on white. Right. But any dings and dents show up majorly on white. Oh, yeah. Dings, dents, the scratches that you get. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about to the finish, just like Mm -hmm. somebody dents you, somebody nicks you. Yeah. Because, you know, you could take perfect care of your car, but you can't control what anybody else around you is doing. So eventually things will happen. And that will show up. I have found that they'll show up a lot more visibly on a white finish. Interesting. My research has also shown that that will happen on white cars. But white's not the best out of any of these. But that kind of stuff dings and dents, apparently, because of the gradation of color show up most on gray cars. Mm-hmm. Because oh, sure. you can see the highlights and the shadows more. Yes. I don't like a gray car either. Gray and silver, they feel unfinished to me. Yeah. You, agree? you know what feels unfinished to me? What? Matt cars. Matt finished cars look like they were taken off the assembly oh. line before they were done. 
Yeah, they have that like weird powder coat on them, and it's yeah, just, yeah, it looks unfinished. I thought you were gonna say the mystery of Edwin Drood. I was like, that is unfinished. The mystery of Edwin Drood also looks unfinished, and also every time I see a Matt car, I think to myself, I don't know who the murderer is. We'll never know. We have to make yeah, it up. We'll never know. We got to make it. Well, you know what? We'll let the audience vote. We'll let the audience vote. Perfect. <laughs> Who better to decide something than a large group of people? Yeah, nobody. There's no group bigger than twelve is supposed to determine who is a murderer and who is not. That's right. Let me ask you this: Do you want to go by color, or do you want to go by criteria? Because there are a lot of criteria I think that really can play a factor in what is going to. I think there might be objectively a best car color. I don't know what it is, but because there are so many quantifiable factors, you know what I mean. Man, my instinct is that I want to feel it out, but I know your instinct's always that you you want to feel it out. That'll drive me crazy. And you know that, but we can freeform a little bit. Maintenance is one of the factors. Mm -hmm. Resale value is another one of the factors. Safety getting pulled over, which is uh, really only one card that that affects. And then personal taste. Not too many. Aren't red cards pulled over the most? Yeah, it's red. Red cars are the fifth most popular, but the second most pulled over. On my list, they're the sixth most popular behind blue. Oh. I have white, black, gray, silver, blue, red, brown, green, orange, beige, purple, gold, yellow. Well, listen, this this dream coat that you have crafted Uh is amazing, may I say. Yeah. And uh, so amazing, in fact, that my brothers and I have decided to sell you to Potiphar. We're going to see how many theater references we can make in one car-based episode of this podcast. But since we've been talking about maintenance, the color upkeep and the scratches and things, do you have a favorite that would stand out? As far as that goes, gray and silver are the ones, aside from the dings on gray cars, but gray and silver are the ones that seem to have the best maintenance value. Okay. What do you think? I don't like any of the top four. I like, I've owned... Cars in four of these colors. I think you've owned cars in more of these colors. Red cars, as far as safety goes, they are not the safest car, but it's not their fault. It's because other drivers are aggressive around drivers of red cars because they assume those drivers will be aggressive. How about that for laying on the couch? I, uh, I'm ready to draw some more Garfields. <laughs> That's what I say to that. That's a, that's like a whole, I could create a whole treasury. Ooh, a Garfield treasury. I loved those yeah. as a kid. Yeah, they're great. I had a red car. I think I had a couple of red cars. I painted the flame flames on, on a yeah, red the, car. the flame job was on a red 88 golf or 89 yeah. golf. And then you had the, oh, was it the AMG that was yellow? Uh, yeah, MG, MGB. And the MG, MGB. I had a yellow. bright yellow MG. Uh, I've talked about my weird history with cars on this show before, right? Many times. Can you just rattle yeah. off all the colors of your cars? Do you know, like, just off the top of your, off the dome? Oh, oh, sure. My very first car was a, they said champagne, but it was a beige yeah. Saturn SL2. Uh, then I had, let's see, uh, champagne in order, a white car, a blue car, two gray cars, a burgundy car, a red car, a big black SUV, Another white car, the red car with the flame job on it, uh, a silver car that I owned for one day that I paid a hundred dollars for. Um, I had another beige car. After that, I had a white car and then I had the yellow car and then I had, uh, and then I had a red Jeep and then I had a black car. 
What color was the van? Was it white? Oh, right. The van. I had a silver van. Silver. Yeah. All of these cars, by the way, were either booted and towed, which is what the vast majority of them were, left behind somewhere. I think only two of them I actually sold. One of them I just lost because I parked at a bar, got drunk in college and walked home and said, I'll get my car the next day. Uh, and then I never saw that car again. The Wrangler got totaled. The beige Ford Explorer, I rolled down a hill. Um. Yeah. And uh, oh, and my current car, the one I bought most recently, the black uh, Hyundai Kona, uh, a tree fell on it. That one wasn't your fault. That one wasn't my fault. None of them were my fault. The losing the car when you were drunk was your fault. Probably that was my fault. Yeah, that was. Do you think? And also just racking up, just racking up parking tickets on cars that I never registered until they got booted and towed. That was probably also my fault. Keep digging into that. I'm drawing normal. Wait, ooh, ooh, can I see her? Does she have a ball of yarn? She's the cutest. Uh, I thought Normal was a he. I thought Normal was a girl. Arlene is his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure Normal is male. Oh, just with a really cute voice that was voiced by a woman? It was a kid. Oh, all right. I think. Oh, that I, maybe sense. I'm wrong. I'm waiting I don't for know. Ken to come in. I know. It's going to show up wrong. in the chat. It's fine. Ken's going to tell don't us. Don't worry yeah. about it. No, he's, he's, he ran off somewhere. He can't. <laughs> the, that list of cars you have is like the opening scroll to a Star Wars film. Normal is a boy. There you go. Thank you. I know my my personal board. favorite of the cars that I've owned. Yes, is red. I love a bright red car. Always have. I've always thought they were fun. It's the car color that was on my Trapper Keeper. Like it's the car that I would have a poster of as a kid. I liked red. The car that I wanted from my parents. The first car was a hand me down. That's pretty. I think normal to get one for your parents mm-hmm. or get a second hand car. My mother drove a 1991 Honda Civic. Nice. Four-door. Four-door yeah. Honda Civic. Red. Spoiler? No, no spoiler. Just a lovely, really comfortable car. I loved driving it. Its name was Val because it had been a Valentine's Day gift to her from my father. Come on. And then one of the times I was allowed to drive it on my own was to go to my cousin's house because we were going to a Phil Collins concert. And my instructions were, you can drive the car there, but your cousin Nikki, she has to drive you both in her car downtown. Because we were going to, I think, the Spectrum. I think they were playing at the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. And what I did was say, hey, Nikki, I'll drive. Get in my mom's car. We drove down. And we Why did you do that when your mom told you not to do that, though? Because I was a teenager and I was... Uh-huh. Uh, I was You're laid down was, on that couch. Uh, okay. Um I guess it started. Yeah. Felt like I followed so many rules that, um, yeah. you know, I didn't stay out too late. I didn't drink. I didn't want to go to parties. Yeah. And so my way of rebelling was, Hey, I'm a good kid. I deserve to be able to drive. Hey, do, real quick, now. real quick. Does uh-huh. this look like Sarge from Beetle Bailey to you? Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Good. Good. I'm sorry. You were saying. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I decided I would take us downtown and we parked next to a very high curb. Mm-hmm. I got out. We go into the concert. This is, Uh-oh. And I was like, I don't want, all I want to see Phil Collins do is drum. I don't want to hear in the air tonight. I don't need to hear his version of Can't Hurry Love. I like Genesis. I wasn't a huge fan. Like I heard no jacket required enough at that point in my life that I was mm-hmm. like, I can't, I needed a break. So this break. was a Genesis concert, not a Phil Collins concert. No, this was a Phil Collins concert, not a Genesis But you did concert. not expect to hear, you didn't want to hear any of his hits, you just wanted to hear him drum. 
like you just wanted two hours of just Phil Collins holding a beat. No, I just wanted to see him drum and then I wanted to leave. And we got there and, and how did he open the concert? By in drumming. The air and he is an exceptionally talented drummer. He's very good at a, at a number of yeah. things, but he is, I think people forget how good of a drummer he is. The, the average person who is not like a bigger music fan. Right. So they drummed and I was like, can we leave? And she was like, okay. So we get in the car and I'm backing out and I cut the wheel too sharply and went into the Uh-oh. side of the car and had to explain to my parents uh, what I'd done. So I never got that car. When I eventually sure. did get a car, it was a Hunter Green Acura yeah. Integra, 1995 Acura Integra. Nice. But you got your Hunter Green wheels. Yes, I love them. I love that. That car got stolen. What? Oh, I'll take you through my car. You know what? Let me go through my car history, but let's take a little break. I'm going to draw Fred Bassett for you. And oh, good. everybody, listen to this message. We'll be right back. I'm going to talk about my relationship with my dad from the couch while you do that. Yeah, sounds good. You know, when I was a kid, he used to do this thing. Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter. And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are... Jet Pacula. Airport Marriott. Thruple. Dear America, We've Seen You Naked. And Allah in the Family. In our stupid universe... You can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org. I'm Jesse Thorne. Bullseye is celebrating 50 years of hip-hop by bringing you an entire month of brand new interviews with rappers. That means Jeezy. I put my pain in the music. Angie Stone. You know, hip hops. We called them hops back then. Master P. Music is what's going to open the doors for us, but whatever we come up with after this, it's going to be bigger. Plus, Chica, Saba, even the greatest of them all, Rakim. That's this September. Open up that podcast app. Type in Bullseye and hit subscribe. You're not going to want to miss any of this. Okay, so when we left off, I had had my Acura Integra stolen while Mm -hmm. I was working as an apprentice, professional apprentice at the Arden Theater in downtown Philadelphia in Old City. Ah, yes. The next car I got and the car I drove to Los Angeles uh, in was a blue Volkswagen Passat. No, it was black. It was a black Volkswagen Passat. That car died. The the catalytic converter went bad. And so the next car was a blue Volkswagen Passat. The act, actually, no, wait. You know what happened with the black Passat? It wasn't what? the catalytic converter. I had a bunch of catalytic. Somebody steal it. Did you ever get were, one stolen? I did. The, That's a whole the other Acura topic. got stolen. That was the first. No, no, no. The, the, uh, the catalytic converter. No, no, it was not stolen. I never had one stolen. But That's this, been a big problem in L.A. This car died. It lost power mm-hmm. while I was driving south on the 405 in the middle of the day. Oh, that's no good. I was talking to my mother on the phone. I remember this. I had her on the phone. I think I had like an earpiece in or whatever. And I sure, noticed sure. like the car just starts slowing down and I can't, I'm pressing to try to keep up with traffic and it won't go. And then the, the steer, you know, when you have cars have power steering now. So when you lose power, you can't really steer it well. You have to muscle it. 
So I was able to get it over into three over across three lanes of traffic to the Sunset Boulevard exit. I didn't hit anybody. I you can't brake either. You don't have brakes either. What? It's all power. It's because it's all power based. You have no power going to the car. You think that the we didn't have an emergency brake on the thing? Well, so the Sunset Boulevard exit, you will remember, and for those who don't know, it is a downward slope that curves around mm-hmm. to a stoplight. It's at a T intersection. And fortunately, nobody was coming either way. And I went across it and to the gate, the closed gate that was across the way, pulled the emergency brake and went like just dink against the fence. So I didn't get hurt. The car oh, didn't good. get damaged, but it was done. Next, I got the blue Passat. We had that. For I, I think long. I remember the blue Passat. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that for a very long time. And then now we have a red Hyundai Santa Fe. Is it that like deep burgundy red or is it like bright red? It's that burgundy, right? They they do a deeper red. I was going to get a car that was the same color. I did have a car that was the same. Actually, that's not true. The next one I had was a a Hyundai, not Elantra, the bigger Sonata. I had a Sonata. It was a great car. And then I got rear-ended. At, I think almost the same exit, like maybe an exit. What is it? You got to stay away from that exit, man. That's your problem. I'm telling you, I, you're. I, I do. I need to stay off the 405. That's just good advice for anybody in the LA area. Stay off. Yeah, there. don't get on Especially the 405. Especially if I need to use it. But I, yeah, I got rear-ended, and that led to the car I have now, the green Honda I have now, which I absolutely love. Yeah. What is uh of the colors of those cars? Getting us back to our topic of the day. Do you have a favorite of the cars that you've owned? A favorite color? I like the color of the car that I have right now because it is like a pearl green. So it mm-hmm. looks gray sometimes. It looks black sometimes and it looks green sometimes. It depends on how the light oh. gets in. And that's what I kind of like about it. Yeah. But I, I think I like a green car. Blue is my favorite color overall, but sure. I think I like a green car. There's something about it that feels earthy. I know that maybe sounds dumb because you're in this thing that's creating a ton of pollution, but there's something about green that just. I just, it's a welcoming color to me. Yeah, I like green. I like the eco vibe of a green car. I like all different versions of green cars too. I like a deep green. I like a hunter green. I like a bright, uh, like those neon green cars, which usually you see on like a little cheaper car that somebody's planning on having for a couple of years. Like, I don't know if I want to spend my whole life driving a tiny green hatchback, but I'll do it for a couple of years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love bright colored cars. Per, and this gets to that, the, the one category of personal taste, uh, which is the really the kind of the only subjective one on this list. And that's, I just like bright colored cars. I love yellow. I love a bright yellow car in that like taxi cab yellow. You know what I mean? Like really yeah. bold. And they used to make Xterra, like Nissan Xterra for a few years. There was always a bright yellow version. I always thought those looked so cool. Yeah, I just like a colorful car, you know? I had a yellow car. My uh, my MG was bright yellow, and I loved that. I remember that car. That was the car yeah. that was like, you practically had to Fred Flintstone your way out of parking spaces to get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that car was tiny. That I was commuting in a car that was designed for old, rich British people to just take for a Sunday drive. No more than 10 miles, chat. This thing couldn't handle it. And I was uh, driving it from North Hollywood to Disneyland every day. At one point, mine also just stopped. So I kind of, co- I didn't have power steering, so I was able to steer it and coast it to the side of the road. And then I got out and I looked underneath and one of the, pl- like like it was an extension cord from a Christmas story. And I just grabbed the two things and just plugged them back together. And then the car started going again. 
This is the same car. I don't know if I've told this story on the show. I was trying to, I had a flat tire. I was trying to get the wheel off because I had a flat tire and I'm turning and turning and turning. And I could not get this thing to come unstuck. And the, uh, the AAA guy showed up. I was like, man, I normally can change my own tire, but this time it's not working. He's like, well, I'll give you a hand. And he starts doing it and he can't get it unstuck. At one point, we are both, he's got this long leverage arm, you know, tire iron, and we are jumping on it, trying to get this thing unstuck. At which point, a car pulls up, and this British rocker-looking dude kind of looked like a Russell Brand type went, Oi, mate, that's an MG, right? Yeah, he goes, you know that's British, right? You're turning it the wrong way. We'd spent an hour tightening the wheel onto the car. Oh, my God. Yep. So I had to have it towed, and then they had to use, like, an industrial chain motor spinny thing to get it to come off. Yeah, one of those, like, zoop, 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 Yeah, exactly. Brutal. But, yeah, I like a bright-colored car. Yellow, incidentally, jumping to another one of those categories, yellow uh, has the highest resale value of any car color. Is that because it's so rare? Yeah, it's because of the rarity. Cars uh, have depreciation, uh, the average depreciation of a car in, let's see, how long does it say? Uh, five years. So the average depreciation of a car after five years is 33.6%. Black cars are higher than that at 345 Silver, gray, and white all around 34%, but yellow, orange, and green, and teal and red, so the bright colors are the lowest, the depreciation of a yellow car is only 26.2%. So there really are, oddly, some quantifiable objective answers to many of the criteria within this. If I see a yellow car and it's not like a Lamborghini, I expect it to have the mellow yellow logo on it. Oh, like it's been branded? Yeah, or like Bang Energy Drink or something like that. Sure. It feels like a skinned out car. I was like, nobody chose that. Oh, man. Well, look, if we're going with a yellow car, I get because you're Mark Gagliardi, darn it. That's right, baby. And you get your cars (laughs) from a vending machine. (laughs) But by and large, you don't see them very often. So when you do, it's definitely striking. And I don't think it looks good on every car. I'll be honest, yeah. I think it looks good on sports cars. It looks great on a VW Beetle, and that may be yeah. in large part because of Bumblebee. The sure. Bumblebee I grew up with, not the one from the films that other people have grown up with. That was the Bumblebee I knew was, a, was the Volkswagen Beetle. And but it also looked good in the Camaro Bumblebee. Yeah, it worked. You know, that color is like, oh, that's Bumblebee's color. Yeah. And that's also I, New York Taxi Cab and School Bus is a little bit orangish. Yeah. Think of any other... Volkswagen car in their line and imagine it yellow. Even the microbus doesn't work as well yellow. Yeah, that te- I like a teal so microbus. And that yeah. goes back to that, you Me know, too. vehicle specific color. But there are some colors and this is where it comes to versatility that, you know, white, black, gray, silver, those are going to look good regardless of what the vehicle is. I keep saying vehicle, but uh-huh. I'm only saying vehicle because I'm mentioning cars and trucks and vans and all yeah. different things like that. Yes. Here's another uh, another factor that I want to talk about that we mentioned on that list, and that is heat and temperature. There is yeah. a reason that in the Northeast, there are way more black cars purchased, and in the South, there are way more white cars purchased because a white car is going to reflect that heat. Being in a black car in the summer in the South, can be brutal. Yes, absolutely. And even more than that, uh, yeah, the color of the car, obviously basic science is white is really reflection of all colors. 
and black mm. absorbs all of those UV rays, everything on that spectrum, which is what makes it so hot. It's basically absorbing sunlight. And the same goes for your seats. So if mm-hmm. you have dark colored seats, it's going to be way hotter in your car, especially if, you know, I mean, the summertime is the summertime, right? Like right. you have more of the year when it's not going to be boiling, but it doesn't spare you during the summer. No. Especially if you're driving one of those $300 or $400 cars that you buy to just not ever register and get booted and towed, because those cars never had AC in them. Sometimes the windows didn't even work. I know, it's weird, right? You'd think that it would be everything would be perfect. So bizarre. Hey, I'm going to draw high and lowest. Do you want to lay down and talk about that? Yeah, um, here's the thing. You know what? I don't know what compelled me to never register those cars. I think it was just uh, disdain for paperwork and Uh. just laziness you know how do you feel about that well i feel that um wait can i see your notepad? Hey, sorry let me cut you out doesn't this look more like the lockhorns it does yeah yeah those two hate each other they should you got to get thicker pencil lines though if you're doing high and low it's you got to get those 19 teens pencil lines uh, yeah my pencil broke while i was drawing and i don't feel like i don't even know where the pencil sharpener is it's 2023 mark how am i supposed to find one do they even exist anymore? Is it Pencils. not on the wall? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't it screwed into the yeah. wall? Shouldn't or it be my just desk? screwed into the wall with that little grindy thing? Oh, those are the best. And like those the were the best. Different like widths. Yeah. Like, first why did all, it have the wheel of all the different widths, who, man? Who's yeah. what? Who's using the smallest one and who's using the largest one? Because the largest one will not fit those like Spencer size, the huge like logs yeah. that you get when you yeah. go to. Lancaster and you get to use it like once and then you can't bring it to school anymore because it's functionally useless and you don't know how to whittle and neither does your dad because you're both inner city Jews and like you can't call somebody to come do it for you. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I guess I have to look at this horse and buggy on here forever. And then eventually you lose it and forget about it until you're podcasting later on. Do you mind if I lay down? Yeah. Can you lay down over there for a second? I just want to real quick. I just want to draw some Hagar the Horrible while you uh, tell me about what that pencil was like for you. Sure. I think I'm realizing more and more that I miss my childhood so much. I'm trying to recapture things from it. Yeah. And I don't even know where to get those pencils. No, I get it. Hey, let me ask you this. Is this too many arrows for him to have in him? Yeah, he should be dead. Okay. Because I only wanted like a comical amount. I didn't want to like people worry about his safety amount. No, that's like a Rasputin number of arrows. I know they didn't use arrows on him, but like if they did, it would be that many. Yeah. A Rasputin of arrows is, uh, I believe, the uh, of arrows in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more thing that I think is important to talk about, and that yes. is safety. Mm, first. Safety first. So it's the last thing we're talking about as far right. as the criteria go. And then we can kind of, uh, Take a look at all of the different things that we've talked about throughout. Uh, safety wise, can you guess which are the safest, uh, colors of car? Um, white. Yep. Silver. Uh, the lighter, the better, basically. Sure. Yellow, bright red, bright green, all of the, I guess not bright green so much at night, but it's mainly because of nighttime. Yes. And, uh, visibility at night, the visibility of your vehicle at nighttime and also the visibility of your vehicle during the day, a bright yellow car. People are going to get out of the way, or at least people are going to see a bright yellow car. They don't have that same reaction that they have to a red car of, I just hate that person and I don't know why. But a bright colored car, people will notice. And it's the reason Angeline's Camaro was always bright pink driving around Los Angeles. Because she didn't want to get in accidents? No, because she definitely wanted to get noticed. Oh, that's true. I still see her. I saw her in my neighborhood. 
recently. Angeline sightings are the greatest thing about Los Angeles. I think I have seen her at least once a decade. Yeah. For the 23 years I've been out here. Well, it will be 23 years on September 1st. Hey. But I saw her in the 2000s, the 2010s, the 2020s. I know I've seen her at least once and maybe multiple times. Yeah. She's out here in the valley somewhere. She's all over. I saw her uh, pull into the parking lot of the pizza joint I worked at when I first moved into L.A. And I was yeah. like, well, here I am, world. I've seen Angeline on a billboard and also parked underneath said billboard. Oh, my moonlighting dreams are all coming true at once. <laughs> Did she come in and get pizza? Like, no, I don't no. think anybody sees her, like, getting soup at Ralph's. No, she doesn't get out of the car, I don't think. Yeah. And then she just gets in the car and drives around. We may have seen Angeline multiple times, but just did not know it was her because she was not in the car. It could have just been some other nice blonde lady. Do you think she's like a Dread Pirate Roberts where she's going to hand down the Angeline moniker to someone at some point? I think so. Yeah. 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 And also she has that cabin girl that she goes down and sees every morning and says, Good night, Wesley. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. And then she speeds off in her pink Camaro. Mm -hmm. No, Corvette. Oh, Corvette. That's right. I keep Corvette. thinking things are Camaros. Was Bumblebee a Camaro or a Corvette? He was a Camaro. He was a Camaro. That's it. But Angelina drives a Corvette. Always a new one. Always the latest model. And the yeah. same like hot pink. That might it be our winner. Grabber. No, it's not. Hot pink. Because this yeah. goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning. I don't know that we need to make it best car color right now. Because those light blue 1950s, like a 56 Bel Air in baby yeah. blue is one Great of the color. prettiest things you'll ever see. And yeah. it's easy to maintain. It's the two-tone is great. It's got the white indentations on the fenders and all mm -hmm. that kind of those multi-tone cars from back in the day. I love, I love that. I don't think the best car color is going to be white or black. We had the car that my parents had when I was a kid was a blue Monte Carlo. So it yeah. had like the blue. It was like a slightly lighter blue. It wasn't like the shockingly light blue of like the 1950s or early 60s mm -hmm. but it was decent blue and then it had the white top on it It had a sunroof which was a big deal in that car then later on we had a gold car didn't like that one but that blue car i have very fond memories like that, that that sort of champagne or beige gold or like a it's like pink. chrome which i it have seen like an entirely chrome car i don't like that no it's that feels like a flashy wrap which is you know, exactly what it is Hot Wheels are supposed to look like your car. Your car is not supposed to look like a Hot Wheel. Yeah. You know what, Mark? What am I holding up right now? Your AARP card? That's right. So that's why I'm Wait, licensed what? to say those things. Yeah. You don't have to be a senior citizen to get one of these, Mark. You can get deals whenever you want. They're not paying us. Wait, what? You can join AARP anytime. But I'm you're not retired. I just, I just made the old man face. I was trying you to look did. at it. Oh. Did you you adjust your glasses to look at your AARP card? You're not retired. Yeah, I, look, I progressed. You literally work today. On what planet are you a today. retired person? I think I just want to be retired. Can I lay down again? Yeah. Why don't you go lay down and tell me about what it's like with you wanting to be retired? Hey, do you mind if I just grab this and draw some Mother Goose and Grim while you're doing that? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Cool. I just I feel like I go and I go and I go and. Yeah. At some point, I just need to stop. <laughs> oh, the dog is the wiser of the two. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, those gold cars, come on. I, I don't, I'm not into it. I'm into blue. I will say blue because you know I love the color blue. You and know, I, think it I works. 
it has adjusted several times. Like mm-hmm. it was a police car color for a while. It was the Con Ed trucks were that cool with that like lighter blue. Light blue was really popular. And then, yeah. then sort of a standard blue. Now you can get a darker blue and that's nice. The neon color looks okay. Also looks good in a beetle, not as good as yellow. That is the ultimate color for Volkswagen yeah. Beetles, yellow. I like blue. I'm happy with that. I like blue as well, but I think that we need, if we're looking at all of these criteria and trying to do it objectively using uh, taste, which is the only subjective of them, we both like blue subjectively. Yeah. Maintenance, a lighter color is going to be the one that is uh, easier to hide dirt. Like they say, white car is easier to hide dirt than a black car. So I imagine it goes that a lighter blue is going to be easier than a darker blue. It's not going to get as hot. Okay. Yeah. The resale value on brighter colors uh, is higher. The safety of a lighter color is higher. So is it specifically light blue? You're not going to get pulled over like you're in a red car. Like I said at the beginning, I think it's in the blue family. I think it's in the blue blue family too, but I do think we need to delineate a little bit between, because I, yes, there are a lot of whites and there are a lot of dark blacks and, or there are a lot of dark grays and all that. I think we need to pick somewhere within the family though, like at least on the lighter side or the darker side. And I, I would argue that it's on the lighter side. I do like a deeper blue, but I would go with a middle. How about mid to light green? How about that? Or mid to light. Oh, we're making the. I I don't mind the switch to green either. I had metallic mint green from my cousin Vinny in my head. That's why I said that. I like, look, I like light green too. You're right. So you're against, you're, I I think we need a bright color. I think we need a lightish color. When you say bright, not like neon. Not like Like neon bright. No, 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 no. Not neon. Just uh, on the light side. Okay. I mean, I like a mint green. It's light. It's pretty. Green is, uh, it's a little, it looks eco-friendly, even if, even if it's the gas guzzler. I think I would go with a lighter blue over a lighter green. Yeah. This is tough. Is Jen home? Yeah. You want me to go ask her? Let's see what you, well, look, anytime we get, we get to a point like this, though it's usually because we're fighting, not because we literally cannot just can't discern. Decide. All right. Let me see if she's, no, th- no, no, no. This is our job. This is our okay, job. Okay. Good. We let's can do, do it this. ourselves. Let's, let's do it ourselves. Let's be confident in blue. We both wanted to say blue. Let's say blue. You, you just, I didn't, I went with blue. I didn't necessarily, I wanted to say yellow because you know me and I love my bright yellow cars. Right. But yet we, we already determined yellow works on like two different kinds of cars and that's it. it yeah. I can't work, work on like, car. uh, myriad vehicles. Yeah. It's a specialty color. Nothing wrong it with that. It is a specialty color. So are we thinking like TARDIS blue? Sure. How about the blue on Christopher Reeve's Superman outfit? Ooh, I don't even know if I've ever seen a car that color, but it might be the best. Okay, there you go. Oh, well, look, we're let's blaze a new trail. Who says we yeah. can't? People of the world, you need Kryptonian blue car paint, and you need it now. Yeah, we don't know where or how you're going to get it, but get it. You need a car that has uh, Marlon Brando reciting trees. <laughs> no, it's not. It's his mother. You need a car that can trap Terrence Stamp in a sheet of glass. That's right. They're in the windows of the car. <laughs> all three of those videos, all three, uh, Ursa, Nunn, and General Zod are all in the windows. And you know who's hiding in the trunk? Richard Pryor. Otis. Otis. He finally got out of jail. He broke out on his own. He's hiding in the back of your car. He's not going to cause That's you any trouble. He just wants to, he'll skitter away as soon as you open up. <laughs> He's not smart enough to take a prisoner. Point is, that is the best car color. Surprise. With a bright red ragtop, bright red ragtop for the cape. 
I will give you. You can have a red border around the. No, there's red in the brake lights. You're fine. Ooh. <laughs> and they can have little Superman logos on them. There you go. Superman blue, the best car color. Surprise asked and answered. Surprise victory. Look at that. Yeah. Weren't expecting that, were you? No. No one was. was not. Like the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. This topic is closed. Sarah from Canada. Thank you so much for this topic. What a delight and a fun trip down both memory lane and uh, psychology avenue this was for all of us. This topic is now closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or talk about the colors of your myriad cars at facebook.com slash group slash wegotthispodcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume. What color is your car, Ken? Blue, right? Isn't it a light blue? Yeah. Yeah, we got Ken it right. Ken has a blue car. That's our producer. You can support him at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. So you had the right color right off the bat. I don't know what color researcher Kate McManus's car is. I don't remember what color QA engineer Jen Alva's car is, nor do I remember graphic designer Uri Kelman's car color. I want to say it was a white car, but I could be wrong. The car color of our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively, are Rainbow and Adobe, respectively. And we thank them as well. And thanks, of course, to you, the people of the world, for giving us an opportunity to sit and talk about cars. Look, we sound we, uh, to make us feel like two old guys from Boston on NPR. Don't drive like my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland, and don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.